Hello and welcome to The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. I'm your host, Dr. David Hardy. And today on our show, we've got another amazing guest. He is the creator of Vibrant U Academy, author of Shadow Summit, and is a multiple sclerosis warrior. Welcome to the show, John. How are you doing today? David, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Now, kind of walk us through because the biggest struggle I see in leaders and actually in every day is when something dear and important to us is taken away. And in your case, it was your health. Right. Right. Um, you know, 18 years ago is my health. Uh, I, I, I have MS. And I was not doing a really good job managing it um, at all. Okay. And um, I, my, my, and, my and what do you mean point. by that? Because when most people say manage it, oh, you, you just take some pills and then it progresses slowly, and that's that's the disease. But in men, it's usually more progressive. And you ran into some challenges, didn't you? I did. I did. Uh, you know, I was thirty-five. I had just been married. Uh, I was falling downstairs. Um, I was shuffling my feet. I was shuffling my feet like uh, an 85 year old man because um, I was afraid to fall. Uh, I okay. failed online. I failed online tests at work um, on project management that I had been practicing for eight years. So wow, I was in trouble. No kidding! Wow. And before that, too, you were very athletic. You, you did marathons, big, big into hiking. Um, and then, yeah, family man. Uh, kind of yeah. how quick did this hit you? And, and what were you feeling at the time? It hit me over a, a two-year period. Um, I'd been diagnosed eight years earlier, but for six years, I lived in denial. And uh, I could avoid it. And that's when I was running the marathons and climbing all the tall mountains in California and working crazy hours. And denial, it worked. It was working. I'm like, if I don't associate with it, I don't accept it, maybe it won't hit me. Well, six years in, the train hit. And it, no hit, pretty, it hit really hard over that two-year period. As I told you at the start, a lot of things went away from me. And I was in big trouble. I mean, the medical community, you know, there's treatments to try to slow the progression, but there's, there's really no, there's really no answer within the formal medical community to deal with symptoms, uh, and reverse right. symptoms. Um, and, and so, not just that, um, what about just guiding you lifestyle wise? Because you mentioned marathons, and that would be the last thing I'd recommend to anyone with a diagnosis of MS, that you're just going to overwork and overtax what the system can handle. Right. It, it you know, I, I baited the MS, you know. I mean, you know, the I had MRIs at MIT. I was a grad student. I had MRIs when I was 27. This was 97. And it showed lesions on my brain. 
And so, yeah, that's a definitive MS diagnosis, you know, and I had optic neuritis the year previous to that. And, you know, like 80% of people with optic neuritis end up with MS, or it's a very high number. I may not have the exact number, but, but that's what, that's what led, um, led it to, or led to the diagnosis. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And very similar, the, the optic nerve and then some of the tracks in the brainstem, uh, and of course they're both covered in myelin, which is what gets attacked in MS. Um, so here you are, you're <laughs> trying to deny it and then bam, it hits you and you deteriorate it to the place where basically you could barely take care of yourself, right? Exactly. And exactly. And I, I was 35 and I'd just been married and we wanted to have a, a child and I was not going to be able to do that. I could barely take care of myself. Right. Uh, wow. What yeah. were kind of the views of your family around you then? What were they thinking? Uh, there was like an intervention. There was, you know, there, there, there was a, you know, they came into my brother and my parents came into town and we went to a nice hotel and John, let's talk. What's going on? <laughs> Every you know? conversation that starts out that way is always going to be a pleasant one, right? <laughs> uh -huh. yep. And I'm like, well, and you know, and I, that was, you know, in November of, 2005 and then that led me to ask the company I worked for for time off four months to try to get my health back and like there was no there was nothing out there 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 I'd read books you know and, and heard about people who turned around their condition you know I heard about you know, raw food diet I heard macrobiotic you know and I you know and and so there was some anecdotal stuff out there and I'm like Okay, well, uh, my brother did some research too and found this place. And he's like, John, I think you should go here. And um, he flew down in January and went there for a week and was like, John, why don't you come down for one meal with me while I'm here and check it out? And I did. And I asked the company I work for, as I said, for four months off, got off in April and stayed there for the next four months. And lo and behold, Oh my God, I got my life back. No way. Wow. Which was what, amazing. What I detoxed. Okay. So it okay, was, yes. it was, it was I, I was just eating raw food uh, for um, the whole time, uh, juicing for three day, three, three and a half days a week, and then eating raw food for three and a half um, days. And that allowed my body to rejuvenate. So I basically detoxed from the standard American diet, from the sugar, the, you know, gluten, you know, the dairy, you know, both gluten and casein, those two proteins, which um, can be problematic in our bodies. I mean, it's not genetic, genetically, those are new foods, you know, um, you know, as hunter gatherers, we did not eat um, wheat and dairy. We just didn't, you know? And so 
people can have an allergic reaction. So in essence, that's really what I was having. I was allergic to my food. Okay. And I didn't know that. Um, and, I had to go that's through the, the thing. When people say allergic, they automatically think like hives and a rash and something. Uh, but there's other, right? there's other different immune processes that cause a reaction in the body. Uh, so it scientifically may not be called a allergic reaction, might be a food sensitivity. It might be molecular mimicry, all this fancy, fancy word terminology for basically whatever food I'm eating is causing my body to react to myself. Right. And, and so, you took that out and it was life changing for you, wasn't it? Like, come on, who, no one's going to do this. Like, this is, no one would say, yeah, John, go detox and go eat raw food and you'll be fine. Um, and so, so, you know, flash forward now, you know, like some of my symptoms have come back um, and I've just realized I'm, now done a lot of looking into terry walls and the walls protocol she's dealt with it she has ms and she's a doctor and md and she's done all these studies and right. i'm in the process of of going through incorporating that lifestyle and eating shift into my life because i know i know i can shift my health by what i eat and I know that I'm not eating things that serve me right now. I mean, this is something I've just come to realize in the last two weeks. And so I'm like aggressively figuring out, okay, can, I got my life back once. I got my life back once through what I did. And I wrote a book about yes. it. And I'm like, dude, can I do this again? You know, can I get another, can I get another health miracle in my life? You know, I've had one. Um, Absolutely. Can I get another? I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Perfect. Or that's what I'm going for. I, I, in, oh, and absolutely. David, and I know it can happen. I, 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 and I know because Terry Walls' work is – you know, it's all studied, you know, and it's, there's clinical trials and it's all scientific based, you know, I mean, I wrote in my book about a lot of scientific principles that, right. that made sense, you know, mm -hmm. you know, the, the biology. Of and what are some of these principles you came across? Um, like Bruce Lipton and the biology of belief and just how, right. how important thinking is. You know, and just um, the Essene diet um, and just the Essene diet um, from biblical times was just such a basic diet. And I, I found I found four keys to well-being, which is the body, the mind, the spirit and emotions. Yes. And those four. Those I figuring out how to you like because you leak energy if you're not if if you're not dealing with your emotions or you're not dealing with your health or um, your mind is not serving you um, you know it's and your emotions aren't serving you 
um, and you're allowing them to take you places you don't want to go, um, you're going to leak energy. And so that's, I can't leak energy. I've got MS. M I, I, I have an energy leak because my, my myelin is damaged and my nerves leak energy. They leak thoughts. Absolutely. They leak processing. Yeah. My, my muscles can't respond. And so I learned about those four. And, and then over the next three years, or the next eight years, actually, after I left OHI, I learned about three more, which is my profession and being powered by will and desire that pulls me rather than obligation, yes. which is yes. the hand on the back, which says, you got to do this. You got to do it. Totally different energies. So I work with people to figure out those two energies. Um, another is financial and whether you're serving um, people with authentic love and service uh, and whether you're building trust. Trust is the really key currency of the financial vibrant at the heart. And I mean, there's no, there's a reason why the word trust is on every bill. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, trust interactions, authentic, and, and, and that's authentic. They're authentic interactions. And, and, and we yes. know truth as people. We know, we know when people are trying to pull one over us. You know, we know right. when people, yeah, are, absolutely. we know when people aren't being authentic. You know, and so that's that's all about the financial vibrant, um, and then social is the people and 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 your voice. Voice is the currency. Your thought, you know, what you say. Um, and so I work with people. I develop the system of well-being on those seven vibrants um, that I work with people to to understand how they can create their best life, kind of most naturally from within. Excellent. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, who are the people that, that are reaching out to you and uh, um, with this? Um, are they yeah. other MS patients or other Great question. kind of Actually, Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't have any clients who have MS. Um, okay. Actually, yeah, uh, it was just interesting, right? Um, I, have, <laughs> I have a lot of professionals. Um, I have okay. a lot of um, I have a lot of asset managers. I have a lot of money managers. I have a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, um, and they like how my system helps them order life and make life easier. You know, and I work with, I work with women professionals as well, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yes. You know, um, they have the same, they have the same issues. You know, and so and what issues you know, are, are popping out that that would make them seek you? Um, <laughs> they are they're overextended, and yes, they just they just don't know how to order the chaos. Okay, and they can't they can't find their way through it to figure it out how to stop the obsessive thinking then you know they don't know how to maybe stop feeding themselves and nutrition in the right in the right way they don't know how to use the breath and as a, a, a great distressor 
Um, they don't know how to use exercise and, and so forth. They don't know how much water they want to drink and how water can be a, just a really great energy source. Like if you get tired, like go drink a glass of water. It's amazing what that'll do for you. You know, something. Yeah. You know, so, so, and it's a lot of really simple stuff. I just, I help people order and think through where they are in each of those seven areas and to make the most of each of the seven and more than that stop leaking stop leaking thoughts messy thoughts you know <laughs> so so how on earth do you do that because telling somebody just to relax doesn't work so uh-uh. how do you walk them through not leaking energy or perseverating and going over and over and over the same thing Yep. Well, every, you know, like monthly calls, we have monthly calls and I go through how you doing physically In physical. There's, there's six doctors, right? Physically, you know, there's diet, water, exercise, sleep, sunshine, breathing. And we, I just have people check in. I don't say anything. And I have people check in. Where are you doing? And each of those six doctors. And again, How's your energy? That's those set those six doctors build energy. And so those six doctors help create energy. So we do that. And then emotionally, you know, where are your emotions? You know, and have you been re- have you been reacting lately or not? You know, where are you professionally? Are you being powered out of desire or are you being powered out of obligation? And how can you shift that? You know, and financially, right. where are you financially? Are you are you leaking money? Uh, you know, then you might be. You know, are you serving people authentically, um, or, or are you trying to manipulate? Because that at the financial vibrant, if you're trying to manipulate, you're wasting your energy. And you know what? No one's gonna buy because right they exactly know. they people can see right through. Like oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Yeah. So what I'm gathering is a lot of reflection when you're working with people and based off of these kind of building blocks of everything. And uh, with what you've done, um, what kind of difference has it made in your life just past DMS, not, not even dealing with that? What other ways has it helped you? Um, I am. I'm like, you know, because like I just paused right there, right? Yeah. I just paused and thought and allowed, I didn't react right away, you know, because I wanted to think about what's the best way to react to that. I don't need to answer that question right away. I don't need to be right on, you know, oh, I can give a second. And that's one of the biggest things that I realized with all this is I can pause. Pausing is pausing is really good you don't have you don't have to be the first one with your hand up in 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 class you know to react right away you know pause the pause is a reflection of not reacting and so i think i think like i used to react a lot and i would react all day long and reacting 
doesn't serve me to create the life I want. Um, you know, and and so now I am I'm reacting less. Perfect. Now a lot of people when they go through these things, they isolate themselves. So with that being said, what have you worked on to get people out of their own head? Um, you know, when we go through, there's a couple things. We go through the mental vibrant and to see if people are spinning, you know, because we, you being in your own head, what does that mean? It means that people are spinning on things. That they're not, yeah, they're, not taking, yeah. they're not taking action. They're not grounding the obsessive thought, whatever kind of thought it is. Um, right. And and taking action. You know, there's two principal there's a yin and yang to life. There's yeah. aspiration. Right. And there's, and there's action. That's all life is. Life is aspiration and action. And we need both of these two spinning to create the life we want, you know, and aspiration on its own, it just doesn't go anywhere. It just stays there, you know, it just, nothing happens. It just a spin, you know, you need action, you know, but action on its own, action on its own can go a lot of places, you know, it can go into ditches, you know, it can go off cliffs, it can go into walls. And so you need, you need aspiration, which is kind of an, an intent, an idea. It's, it's, it's kind of where you want to head. You need that, you know, and then you need to be mixed with action and you need these two of working together to create the life that you want. Right. Okay. Now that has to deal with life. And obviously all of us, all of us are not going to make it out alive. But with yourself, you've already seen kind of the decline process to some extent and um, what it may be like to get closer and closer to the, to the that that final final breath. Uh, what has kind of opened your eyes up most about kind of this experience of of being in rapid decline and and being closer to the end? Um. Well, and having to face it. Yes. So young. I mean, I faced my mortality young, um, and there was a period of lost hope. Um, right. Yeah, there would be, which is as a 35 year old guy. I mean, I didn't express it and it was only in my own head, but I lost hope. Um, and, and that's a dark place to be lost. Hope is a dark place to be. And so, um, but I found hope and that the point on that, David is hope is always out there. It's always out there if you get out of your own head, you know, and just take one step, 
you know, first, my first one step was to do research on people who might have turned their condition around. Oh my God, I found it. I found some hope. Yeah. There's some people. It can happen. Right. You know, and it can happen. It can happen to me. And then I start to talk about people, talk about it with people. So I get it out of my own head and I start to engage with other people. And so it's important. Um, to take thought out of head, out of your head and voice them because we speak ourselves into our reality, right? right? We talk ourselves into our reality. And so that's an important step. That was an important step for me going from inside to outside to start talking to people and then start talking to people and, and finding the answers. And so and it's not just going to be one conversation. It's got to be, well, it was for me, it was multiple conversations. And multiple conversations allowed me to gather information. And, oh my gosh, I think I found it. I think I found it. And, and it being a direction. It not being... I didn't know it was the answer when I did it, when I took a step. I had no idea it was the answer, you know? Right, and how could um, you? I, right, right. I just, you know, I, I just, you know, I went on faith, you know? So you ask in those times right before the end, you know, what did I learn? Well, I learned that faith is really important you know and i i had faith in myself that i would be able to do this as and as i'm embarking on this again i'm about to embark on another you know i'm going to be wading through uh another transom over the next couple of months and you know what, David? It's going to take faith because there's, you know, there's a lot of hope. There's a lot of hope. And I'm, I'm, I'm just programmed as an optimistic guy. You know, I just am. Yeah. To do what I did, you have to be. Um, right. But that being said, that being said, there are the dark days. Let's, you know, Monday mornings, you know, that, yeah. Monday mornings, you know, early, uh, you know, the, the, as the sun is shifting and it's staying darker longer. I mean, those can be tough times. Right. Wow. That is yeah. inspirational for everyone listening. Um, they people that that want to hear more from you um that are going to add energy to your life uh, how would they contact you um they can contact me through vibrant the word v-i-b-r-a-n-t the letter u academy.com um there i'm on i'm on linkedin as john J-O-N-C-H-A-N-D-O-N-N-E-T. Um, so I'm there as well. Um, you know, I've published a 
published a, a memoir that's an audiobook uh, on on Amazon called Shadow Summit uh, about my journey about my journey right to, yes to my life about my journey to get my life back and so like and that's 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 big that's that's hope in a bottle man that's like right that book is <laughs> yeah. like hope in a bottle you know it's like dude I need I need some hope read that <laughs> or listen to that. And crack, crack open a bottle of hope, man. Nice. I love it. All right. Reach out to John. Crack open a bottle of hope. And for everyone listening, stay tuned to the next episode of The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. Take care.